Hi, I'm Spicy Dicey. And I'm Chantal Renee. And, and we, we love, love sex and horror. These are topics we love to write about as published authors. I love all things spicy and dicey. And I'm a big fan of sex and the sinister. Thanks for joining us for some dark, twisted, sexy, uncensored fun as we discuss sex, sex and, and horror. horror. Hey, Chantel. Well, hello. And welcome to season two of the Sex and Horror Podcast. Yay! (laughs) We weren't canceled. (laughs) (laughs) The only way we can make sure we don't get canceled is if we run our own shit. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Cancel this, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, hopefully we will have some better audio for our podcast this season. We have been working on it a little bit. And we're trying to do a little bit more for visuals also because we know y'all love seeing us. Yes, but definitely not tonight's episode because neither of us <laughs> looking looking cute. We're, 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 you know, I'm over here like strangling this damn thing with my broom. And, <laughs> and what's funny is I can actually see you because we're on Skype. And so we have video going. <laughs> It's just another form of this will be this will be the behind the scenes. We'll sell this as the blooper reel. <laughs> <laughs> well, she shut the thing the fuck up. No, she ain't. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Chantel, what have you been up to? We took a week off because we recorded two episodes back to back to end our first season, and that was on um, all the things that's going on in the world. Anti-racism, anti-police brutality, anti—you know—stupidness, uh, inequality, and injustice—all of that. Yeah. And so now we're ready to to do a little bit more entertainment of sorts, but then also a little educational today. So, what have you been doing within the last week or so? Um, mostly just uh, trying to uh, deal with a tooth issue and um. Then I just got rid of that tooth. But what was really cool is my dentist let me keep it. Oh, okay. (laughs) So that was kind of cool. I was like, hey, nice. Okay. And what (laughs) else? (laughs) Um, Well, I don't, I don't, uh, I've been watching a lot of movies and um, doing some reading. This is uh, Litha this week, which is a, the pagan holiday for the uh, summertime Mm -hmm. um, summer solstice. So uh, there's all kinds of stuff we're getting ready for. And just, uh, I'm probably going to be cooking some delicious food and, you know, the use just trying to be doing a million things all at the same time. (laughs) Okay. And have you watched the, the movie 365 days? I did get to see that was one of the ones I watched. Mm hmm. And you, you, you got this. I did. Um, you know, I think I, I think I, one of the things I, I, I said I might have mentioned to you was, I felt that the lead character, the male character, was super sexy when his clothes came off, but every time his mouth opened, I was like, ugh. <laughs> no, shut it! Just stop talking. <laughs> Man, he is so fucking hot. It is unbelievable. He was. I was just like, what's happening? Okay. 
I'm with when, the show now. <laughs> when I started following him, following him, he had like 1.5 million followers, and now he's up to five million. <laughs> oh, okay. Taking your shirt off gets a man some followers. Yeah, I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. That is one hunk of a man right there. And uh, I was Massimo, the character that he was that he played in in 365 Days, was trending on Twitter like a day or so after I had already watched the movie. And so I just clicked on it just to see what they were talking about. It was hilarious. Um, people were saying they were sitting around waiting for Massimo to come kidnap them. Yeah. And one, uh, uh, there was someone else that was saying, well, you could just look at him and you just know he's got a big one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it oh, was, my God. That was just as entertaining, to be honest. But as soon as I started watching, I knew it had to be based on a book. This this clearly is in the Fifty Shades of Grey uh, genre. It's you know that that sort of book where the guy has some problematic traits. Okay, he's got mm. some things going mm. on. He's he, he's a dominant. He's filthy rich. He's you know he every he lives to take care and, and serve his woman. He just expects obedience in return. And I mean, as soon as he kidnapped her, it was like, "Bitch, what are you complaining about? This is a vacation. This is." <laughs> <laughs> but it it is not like when I tell people to watch it. Trust me, it is not for the relationship advice. It is not for um, to, this is the type of man you need to get or anything like that. It's right. just purely for the eye candy because he is something else to behold. That boat scene, though. Mm, yeah. There was a lot of soft porn action. <laughs> it's there. like it's like one of those things, like, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I think I saw something. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I did see some people talking about, uh, you know, tweeting that they could see his shaft a little bit. Yeah. And, um, and the airplane. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I thought so, too, but... Mm. Uh, he, he's a Italian guy and, um, a lot of people are ready to drop Christian Grey after this Italian hunk walks on the scene. Okay. The, the boat scene was like, it was, it was four minutes and 18 seconds. Hmm. I didn't even realize <laughs> it was that long. I know. I, you know, I got some OCD tendencies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they made that pretty intense. Yeah. They really did. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is purely fantasy, folks. Okay, one hundred percent. I was about to say I don't even know if I'd recommend it because <laughs> because it was just like for real. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's cringy, and I try to get my husband to watch. He fell asleep about thirty minutes in. You know, it's it's this is for women, and you know who you are if you enjoy this kind of thing. You know, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, yeah, there are cringy moments. Nobody's saying that it's got the perfect plot and all that. This is if you want to see a hunk uh, in this fantasy world of um, a Dom that is just coming in and just taking over your life. There were a lot of people that tweeted out that because um, the the plot of the movie is that he kidnaps her and he gives her 365 days to fall in love with him. And uh, a lot of people were like, no, it it took here here she is trying to follow he gives her 100 365 days and she's already the the tweeter that is is already in love after a day like as soon as he kidnaps i'm in love 
<laughs> I know. You're like, really? <laughs> Girl. But she was getting on my damn nerves. Oh, she got on my nerves. Just yeah. as much yeah. as he did. So, I, you know. And I think it would have helped if she didn't look like an 11-year-old boy. She had no boobs. Ah. <laughs> Girl, I'm sorry. You beautiful woman. But, you know, we're going to have some hot-looking guy like that. We got to have, like, this, you know, we got to have some equality there. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I really thought that that was just another way of saying this is a chick movie. This is for the ladies. This That's is true. all about this is all about looking at at him and lusting after But you him. know, I don't know if it's because we you and I are are, are mm, a little bit larger in that area. But when <laughs> I see any kind of sexual activity, whether it's porn or on movies, I'm just like I can't really I can't really relate at all with me if the if the if there's no boobs because I'm just used to having the boobs myself, you know, the, your own personal uh, point of view, I guess is the right word. Well, shit, <laughs> I was I was envious of her flat stomach because at this age, I I don't remember the last time I was able to look down and see Girl, my abs and, and I think I was like four. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I ain't never had a flat stomach. <laughs> I was looking at her admiring, like when she when he took her shopping and she was able to. To, to try all those clothes on. I was like, bitch, I couldn't get in none of that. You know, that's what I'm looking oh at. Like, you look good because that dress is really fitting on her good. And I was thinking, you know, if they did if dress her to, well, yeah. if he were to kidnap me, he'd be like, you got to go because you, you don't have the curve. I mean, I got curves, but it's like, you don't have the, the fat ratio that I'm looking for. <laughs> Obviously. That's why we ain't getting kidnapped by these billionaires, girl <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> they got dick yeah. for days but they ain't got time for no rolls <laughs> so I, I just kind of looked at it like that like the trade off she may not have any boobs but she ain't got much fat anywhere so yeah that's know. probably what it is and you know that's cool but I will say that the that I've known a couple of different guys in my lifetime that have always told me you know when I think of the best sex um, and the most, you know, the sex that I beat off to, it's always with girls with with some with some meat on their bones. Ah, well, there you go. There's somebody for everybody. Yeah, yeah. All right. What else have you watched? Any horror? I have. I've watched a few things. I've been trying to remember the name of the one I saw. It was so flipping hilarious. It was called the Super. I think it was called. Was it not Supernatural? Um, para, para, yeah, yeah, I think it was called the paranormal, the para and the normal, two separate words. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking hilarious. It has the guy from uh, Last Man on Earth, you know me, I don't know actors' names. Um, mm-hmm. and he plays a, sat- a Satanist, <laughs> he's trying to sacrifice a virgin. And the lady who plays the medium, who is actually able to help. Um, break the spell that he puts on the virgin and save her life. Um, she was, I think, she was an Irish actress. She looked, I, she was like the doppelganger of a friend of mine. I kept looking every time I saw her on the screen. I was like, oh my god, that's my friend. Oh my god, that's. My, I mean, it was insane how exactly they look alike from two different continents. Um, but um, I thought it was really hilarious. It's it's funny and the and the horror isn't so bad. Um, at the end, they're trying to sacrifice a virgin, and the the girl who looks like my friend Paula, 
not Paula. Why did I call her Paula? Anyway, the girl who looks like my friend um, is trying to get sucked into hell because you find out she's still a virgin. So it's hilarious even down to the last few minutes. So I definitely mm. recommend it. It's the horror, um, but it was really funny. It was worth it. Hmm. All right. Okay, so I watched The Sacred Lies, and it is absolutely beautiful. It's, it is it is the kind of horror, I mean, it doesn't have sex or anything, but it's the kind of psychological type horror that oh. I love. It's, it's, it's horror with drama in it, I guess. So there are some horrific things that happen. But it also hits you in the feels. Like it, I get, I got really emotional throughout watching the Sacred Lies. And so, the first oh. one is based on this book by. It's, it's called the Secret, the Sacred Lies of uh, Menno Lie, I think. And it's it's based on that book, and also okay. something else, I think. And then they it. So the story is done after the first. Uh, the first season, and the first season has ten episodes. Each episode is like thirty minutes long, but it feels like an hour. Like there is not a second wasted. Like it is all towards a great plot, and it's very fulfilling. And then the second season is completely new characters, new storyline, and everything. And I think everything is done with them. Perhaps oh. it, it could go on, but I think everything is done with them at the end of the second season too. But mm-hmm. it is. It is beautiful, and I had a chance to talk to the the showrunner of that uh, of that show. It's on. It's a Facebook Watch show. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, and uh, Rail Tucker was absolutely wonderful to talk to. I love talking to her, and I absolutely love the show. So I just wanted to plug the Sacred Lies. Rail also was uh, on uh, True Blood, and okay, and um. She was also a Supernatural. She was on Supernatural. I know how much you love Supernatural. We have yeah. two of the other writers on Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And she also was on Jessica Jones and uh, The Returning. The Returned. I mean, she just does magnificent work. So That's awesome. Yeah, but I, I would I would recommend The Sacred Lives. It's not, not a lot of jump scares or anything, but Right. Like the things that really get to me in terms of what's the things that are wrong in the world is what uh, is, is how this kind of plugs into the horror, you know, Oh. element. Yeah. But it, it's so beautifully done. I mean, talk about feeling connected to the characters. Yeah. All wow. Right. Anything else that uh, any announcements we need to make before we get into what we really are here to talk about tonight? <laughs> um, no, I just, I guess I could just say, you know, if you're tuning in for our first episode of the second season, thank you for doing so. And hopefully mm-hmm. we will not disappoint. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if we do, hopefully it'll be funny. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be it'll be disappointing in a way that you're like, well, I can understand. <laughs> At this point, you should. It's kind of like one of those shows that you know people watch, and you're like, you just have to know the characters to enjoy it. <laughs> or, I think that's yeah. I think we're at that level. This, don't let this one part be the thing that ruins it. Come back for the next episode. There, yeah, because sometime in this season, days. one of us will end up pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my god! 
God, that's an immaculate conception. Neither one of us have our uterus. I know. That's what I'm saying. For those who know us, they're like, ah, that was a good joke. And then those who don't, they're like, wait, what? <laughs> See, we got <gotcha>. you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So one of the other things that we have not addressed when we talk about the pandemic and we talk about all the, the uh, protesting is that, that there are also a lot of people graduating this year. And uh, I mean, like, like every year, but I mean, graduating in May, graduating in June, and that time has come and gone, and they weren't able to experience graduation like a lot of other people. Uh, they may have, you know, things are just a little bit different right now for them, but we want to say congratulations to everybody that's graduating or has Woo! graduated here. Yeah, within this period, but also uh, these old farts on here. These uh these middle aged women. I'm I'm looking behind me. Huh? What? <laughs> is 46. And so, in addition to saying congratulations, we want to uh, give you some tips, some pointers from some old ladies. Yeah. For some things that we wish we'd have known, or someone had told us, or something. you know how everybody tells you as you get older. Oh, when you get older, you'll understand. I used to hate that shit. I'm like. Well, what is it that I'm going to understand? Why can't you tell me now? Why can't you tell me now? So we're going to tell y'all now. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why they don't tell you. Because you don't fucking listen. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Very but true. we're going to tell your ass anyway. Very true. And hopefully some listeners will will pipe up and add a few comments on our page. And um, <laughs> add to our, on our Instagram and let you know what else. Remember, there's always more. I remember this man I used to work with. And he saw how hard I worked. I worked. I worked. I worked. And I'm I'm a bit neurotic, so it wasn't. I didn't have the best coping methods, mechanisms when I was doing this work. But he told me one day. He said, uh, "You know, it's just as easy to love a rich man as it is a poor man." Yep. <laughs> and that was something I didn't listen to. Like I know, I knew in my mind he was right and all that, but I didn't listen to that. You know. So there are some things that somebody might tell you. And you you don't really know how to apply it or you think it's it doesn't have as much weight as it should have. And then later on, when you're older, you realize what they're exactly trying to tell you. So listen to what we're saying. Take what you think applies. Uh, at some point, you may come back and understand exactly what we're saying, even if you don't get it right now, right this minute. But That's it's fine. one of those things that you'll never forget. Just like I never forgot when he told me. I know what he was trying to tell me. I know what he was trying to do. He's basically saying you're setting yourself up for a lifetime of hard working unless you marry rich. <laughs> and he was right. He was right. Yeah. But, um, it, you know, he wasn't saying it to hurt my feelings or anything, but it's something I never forgot. And I know why he said it. Uh, you you don't have to listen to us, but you'll 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 wish you had probably in some circumstances. And and this is the sex and horror podcast, so you know this is going to be f- pretty fun too. <laughs> some of it'll be fun. Some of it's yeah, real life applicable, and we hope you'll listen. Hey, all my stuff is real life applicable. Okay, <laughs> I just have a just twisted sense of humor. <laughs> well, let me see. What what do you have? Okay, so this is like uh, lessons to the class of twenty twenty. Um, and besides always have a mask from this point on for the rest of your fucking life (laughs) (laughs) what do you have well my first one seems pretty normal it's basically have some sort of idea of what you want in your fucking life 
because you, or I should say me personally, I went through so many various phases. You're, you're going to be Madonna. You're going to go through phases. You're going to go through changes and that's okay. But if you don't have some sort of idea, even if it's a big goal and you don't have some sort of idea where you're driving towards, you're going to feel like you get lost. Hmm. So have some sort of concept of what you want. Even if it's just like, one day I want to buy a new set of tits. You know? <laughs> Fucking have that goal and just like, okay, whatever I got to do to make that goal. And then when you have that, okay, now what do I want to do? Oh, maybe I can be a stripper now. You know, like whatever. You know, I'm just making some shit up. But yeah. it, could be, it could be serious. Maybe you want a car. Maybe you want a house by the time you're a certain age. Just have some idea and figure out how can that actually, what, what can I actually do to make myself go down towards that road? And it could be a bigger life goal. Maybe you want to be a mom at a certain age. Maybe you want to be married by a certain age. But as we go through this advice, you'll get a little more understanding of how to work these goals. Yeah, have, have a plan, particularly. Like if you have, have a, a big plan. idea, you got you to gotta make sure you have a plan to get there. So mm-hmm. the, the, the quicker you get a plan, the, the if, if you already know what you want, you're more likely to come up with a plan. That's right. Yeah. What's your number my, one? My number one would be love yourself. Yes. Love yourself. And in this particular situation, I'm not talking about masturbation, though there's nothing wrong with that, and I encourage it. I yes, talking- you'll need it very much so. <laughs> I'm, you're going to need that free stress relief, and, mm. and sometimes I can keep you out of trouble and all that. But what I'm talking about in particular is in, uh, instead of uh, you know wishing that you had something that someone else has or wishing that you were a different person, work on yourself make yourself better Mm. love every part of yourself if you don't like your weight work on it and get it down but the more but love yourself while you're getting there don't put yourself down don't tell yourself all these things that uh, you know the negative will that turns in our head about you know i wish i had grown up in a better way or i wish that I was prettier. You know, do what you need to do to make you happy with who you are. Wear what you want to wear, but love who you are. You, There's nobody else like you. Nobody. Nobody else like you. So be your best self by loving yourself first. And that may mean saying no to people who are asking mm-hmm. for your time and your attention. That may be saying um, you need to spend more time uh, sleeping um, that you may need to um, to live by yourself instead of with a roommate, whatever it is. Uh, you, you may need to travel, whatever it is, to, to get your mind right when you need to have it, but love yourself and love yourself unconditionally because if you don't, nobody else will. And you know what? My number two is very similar to that. It's called, it's basically, you don't any, you, you don't owe anyone anything but yourself. Yeah. So, basically what my perspective a little bit just a little bit different is you know stay conscious and 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 of others and and their needs and and that doesn't mean to be impolite to people um that doesn't mean to disrespect elders or anything like that but be around be around people who you want to be like don't be around people who you don't want to be like because ultimately that bleeds into your life and what you are going to want and do to create your future self mm-hmm. um for example being hispanic i came from a, a family that was very much 
drilled in their minds, do for each other, do for each other, always be there for each other. So I was always there for everybody. But then when everybody started having kids, all of a sudden I was just left there like, wait, nobody mm-hmm. can do nothing for me now? Shit, mm-hmm. I was doing all this stuff for you bitches, you know? Mm-hmm. So you got to take care of yourself. You only owe yourself, you know, and, and that goes right into love yourself. So I think, I, I think those kind of work together hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And, and my very next one is be yourself. So that means that you don't, if, if you know someone likes people who's bubbly and funny and you are a more serious natured person, don't make yourself bubbly and funny just so that they'll like you. Exactly. Serious. If that's who you are, you know, you don't have to put on any airs for anybody. You don't pretend to be uh, wealthy if you come from poverty. I mean, you don't mm-hmm. have to pretend is what I mean. Don't pretend to be impoverished if you come from money. Be yourself and, and the right people will love you. Yeah. If you have to, if you have to pretend to be something that you're not for anybody, then that person is not worth it. And you're going to be exhausted. That's not worth. They're they're not worth your time. Yeah, and and you can't keep that up. So at one point, at some point, your real self is going to come out, and y'all y'all are still not going to make it. You're still not going to be good friends. You're still not going to be in a relationship. You're still mm-hmm. not going to fit in that group that you're trying to fit in. Be yourself, and and find your tribe. Or yes. you could be somebody who doesn't like to be around people at all. Don't force yourself to. be Or make your own damn tribe. Yeah. Be yourself. So whomever that person is, if you like dark humor, there's a lot of other people that like dark humor too. You don't have We're to... living proof. <laughs> you don't have to become somebody who, who um, likes slap happy. <laughs> well, my next advice to you guys, and if I cut you off, just let me know you ain't done. <laughs> I'm good. Keep it in your pants. Now, that does not mean you shouldn't be having sex before marriage or anything like that doesn't mean you shouldn't enjoy sex with other people but your fucking hormones will rule your fucking life if you don't fucking keep it under control this is where the masturbation comes in <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you guys i spent 24 years of my life with a big dumbass married him for the last four and i'm gonna tell you it was because the man knew how to fuck i mean <laughs> That's what it boiled down to. He was my first. And I said, well, this works for me. So let's just stick with this. And it was, that was the only thing that worked for me in the entire situation. So if you keep it in your pants, what I mean by that is keep your hormones under control, figure out a way to keep your, you know, that lovey dovey. Oh, but I'm so in love. No, no, you're Mm -hmm. not. You might be in love, but real love, it lifts you up. It does not pull you down. (laughs) <laughs> so keep it in your fucking pants all, all those hormones that's what I mean by that all those hormones this is something my next one is something that I tell my daughter all the time because you know, my daughter and son really because you know they're at the, the stages where they're really concerned about being liked by people and, um, and I tell them the sooner you stop giving a fuck what people think the happier you will be oh god yes and that's that's kind of the end of that quote. I mean, that's, that's pretty much everything I want to say right there is stop caring what people think and you will be so much happier. That's online. That's in real life. Now that doesn't mean that we we're encouraging you to go around, you know, down the street and punch people in the face, you know, 
Who says I'm not? <laughs> but <laughs> you know, if some bitch is always like making the the mean comments under her breath, you know, are the what do they call those? The backhanded comments. Mm-hmm. You know what? Right. Call that bitch out. Your pretty for a black girl is a, a popular uh, one. My my popular one was you got a nice face for a heavy girl. Oh God, yeah, okay. I heard that a lot. <laughs> yeah, and still do sometimes. So <laughs> trust when I tell you, you just got to be like, well, you sure would look nicer if those words didn't come out of your mouth too. Right, right, very true. <laughs> my next one is very, very, very helpful and. I have a, a follow-up that can help you with this. It, it is find out what your partner's sex thing is before you decide to be in a relationship with them and commit to the relationship. Mm, so Sexual compatibility, yeah. It is a huge thing. You guys don't know. I mean, I spent four years with a guy who was asexual. I didn't know. And actually, mm. he didn't even know because he didn't know what the fuck that was. Guys, it is okay to be what you are. And if you don't know what you are, figure it the fuck out. Girls, if you start seeing a guy or, or a girl or guys, if you start seeing a guy or a girl and they have some weird shit that you know isn't normal, they're walking around with a clothespin on one of their privates or, you know, <laughs> like you got to be like, okay, what, 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 what's that about? <laughs> you have to know. And they don't want you to touch them. Oh, no, no. I think we need to wait till we start, you know. Okay. Why? Because there's a reason, guys. You think, oh, it's because they're being respectful. They're being, they like me. Man, we are in 2020. That shit does mm-hmm. not happen anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a free-for-all. People are looking up each other just to like, okay, can you hook up in this alleyway? Bring, Make sure your pants are on your knees. Uh, you know, have the condom on. You know what I mean? It's a whole different world now. So what will help you with this is simple. Rent and watch all the sex in the city. Because <laughs> they went through all kinds of weird sexual quirks in that show, and by the time it's over with, you have a full education. <laughs> and my, my next one that goes in line with that is don't fake an orgasm. Oh okay? yeah. If you're with a partner and it's not working, let them know. I mean, you figure out what you got to do to make it happen. Make sure you are enjoy you are enjoying yourself like they are. And this is not to say that you can't enjoy yourself without an orgasm. You know, sure. I'm just saying, don't fake it. If, and you, if, and you know what? If they get mad because you say something, they ain't worth fucking being with. Yeah. And listen, this is something I was just talking to my friend about the other day. <laughs> For every. For every partner that you have that is not um, either not putting the effort into making sure you were fulfilled sexually or just can't, there is somebody else that can do it 10 times better. There's someone else mm. that's, that, that is, has a wetter coochie or has two more inches or, uh, you know, whatever it is, there's somebody else. If you are with a partner and, and they don't want to go down on you and that's very important to you, there's there's like a hundred other motherfuckers who would do it at the drop of a dime. Like, exactly. you really do not need to be in a situation where you are, if sexual fulfillment is important to you now. That's if right. you are someone who wants to have an orgasm with somebody, then you need to be like what she was saying about being sexually compatible. You need to go get another, you need to get a partner who, who can actually you need satisfy to, you and you can satisfy yourself. You know, you don't yeah. have to. You need to know what you want too. Yeah. But if you do not have an orgasm, do not fake it. Don't pretend just to, to feed somebody else's ego. Cause you will be the one that will bite you in the ass. 
yeah, you will be the one unfulfilled in the end. And that's not, that's, that's, that is a terrible way to have any type of uh, sexual in- engagement. I did that. I did that once to try to encourage. And then later it was thrown in my face. Like, but you liked yep. it. Yep. 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 Motherfucker. It's a, it's a it's a, it has a bad it, it starts a bad precedent for you mm-hmm. don't do it just don't do it yeah this one ties into it stay fit now i'm not trying to say that you have to like be like a perfect body type i'm not trying to say anything like that because obviously i've been fluffy my whole life what i'm trying <laughs> to tell you is if you're trying to have more than two minutes worth of sex in your life as you get older <laughs> fucking stay fit because as you get older it is you can't you can't be pumping away for you know 20 30 minutes you're like look we're at six minutes here are you almost fucking done i'm exhausted <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> i'm just saying but also have some realistic goals if you're a size two and you want to be a size 20 you're gonna that ain't gonna happen if you're a size 20 you want to be a size two i mean we're talking medical medical and intervention in these kind of situations so be realistic about who you should be when you stay fit what that looks like for you you know i i, I want to stay thick i don't want to get under a size 16 so i'm floating between a 16 and an 18 but i know that i'm not as fit as i was because i'm not able to walk the dogs around the block in the month of june and not get winded so Everybody will know at some point what your fit needs to be. And trust me, everyone out there, if you want to enjoy sex for as long as you can, staying fit is part of that. Mm, mm-hmm. And I have some that aren't uh, ne- necessarily um, sexual related, but it, it can apply. Like uh, surround yourself with people that inspire and believe in you. Cut off the ones who don't. So this mm-hmm. one is not ne- necessarily a sexual one. No, but, that's that's um, great. But but it could it could be if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. If if you're with someone that inspires you, um, as in turns you on, then um, then that's good. And if they don't, then they're not right for you. Mm-hmm. But in general, in life itself, you know, in just your everyday practices, if you have friends that are like you were saying about the backhand com- compliments, like if you mm. hear something and it's, you're like, well, what does she mean by that? Or what did he mean by that? Or, there, you know, there's some non thing that, you know, after a while, that's not the person you need to be talking to. Mm-hmm. You, you have some people around you that they, they are where you want to be in life. And, and this, this should be encouraging. It should be inspiring that if they got there, then with some work and some networking and some due diligence, you can get there too. Uh, but mm-hmm. if, if if they are if they are not someone if they are constantly uh if if being with someone whether that is friend or or um romantic interest and it's more draining on your spirit than it is uplifting you need to cut them off yep and the sooner you do that the better mm. and it's okay if if someone cuts you off if you are the person that they feel that someone else feels is not um is not stepping their game up, then it's okay. Accept that, accept that rejection. See what you can learn from it and do better the next time with someone else. It's okay yeah. to be, it's okay to be cut off. It's okay to cut off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I will say one that, that is not sexual at all. Um, <laughs> don't waste your time arguing with someone. Mm. I'm going to tell you guys, oof. 
a lot of, especially with females, I can't say for males, it's possibly the same, but you know, when we're younger, especially we want to have that exciting, you know, heart pumping adrenaline sex. And a lot of times that comes with arguing um, or that passionate relationship where you're always just like really into each other. And that kind of goes hand in hand with arguing. And it is such a waste of your time because eventually the arguing will become more and more real. And you will find yourself miserable more and more. And you're just like, why am I doing this? So don't waste your time with it. It, it seems like it seems it would be a fun thing to do. But you have, if you have all that energy to argue, just think how much further along in life you could go and how much more money you can make and stash that money away to buy yourself a great car or your own house at some point. <laughs> that, that's very true. That's very true. Now, the young people aren't going to listen to that, though. I think that's not something that most people really get until they get around their 40s, I think. But you're, you're right. That's a really good point. And in fact, what um, what I think of with that is my next one. You shouldn't have to struggle at the beginning of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So if you if you if y'all are within a month or two and y'all still y'all arguing all the time or, you know, y'all can't seem to get on the same page. It, for those of you who watch Insecure, you know that <laughs> there's a character on there, Molly. And she just was with this this new guy. I love him. Uh, he was an Asian guy who was he was always compromising. He was doing everything he could to make her happy, and it was constantly an argument. Constantly <laughs> couldn't be happy. She couldn't be satisfied about nothing. Always something. And they didn't make it out of the full alert. They did not make it out of this last episode, this last season, a couple anymore. And I think it was going to happen. It's like he's tired of that. But look, this is a new relationship. Why are you fighting that early on? Uh, you. Uh, I've been with my husband for 15 years, 15 and a half years. We didn't have our first argument until like two years into the relationship. I kid you not. Now, regardless of whatever happens after that, we're just like any other couple. We have ups and downs. We have a lot of stuff we have to deal with. We've had kids. We've had uh, financial issues along the way, all sorts of things. But I'm telling you that if we'd had that those issues that people tend to have early on in the relationship, there's no way I would have gotten married. And Mm. so do yourself a favor. Now, if you have to struggle with somebody very early on before, while you are establishing your, who you are as a couple or, or threesome or whatever, you know, I I don't mean to act like this is just um, for just romantic relationships either it goes across the board for friendships or poly relationships whatever mm-hmm. if you if you have to struggle if you all cannot seem to agree you're arguing all the time cut your losses early yeah because eventually you're going to cut your losses but you're going to have a whole lot more losses yeah and you're going to be very disappointed in yourself and you know what you got plenty of shit to be disappointed like today i had two pieces of cake damn it it was a birthday it's in my house i mean they weren't huge pieces but still i'm disappointed that i had two pieces of cake i'd rather i'd rather rest my energy on this shit than a, a friendship that i'm just like oh i swear i don't understand i, I try to be nice to this person drink a half gallon of water and, and flush yourself out see so fun. much easier to do than having to put up with a <laughs> shitty ass relationship <laughs> Whether it's friendship or not. <laughs> I, I got I got two that kind of go together. Mm-hmm. And uh, one is, of course, because this is what I do for a living. 
Never get your hair cut in a way that you feel like makes you into a different person. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many people they're like, I like the way this looks on this person. And I think it's going to make me feel a certain way. And then they just hate it or they struggle with it. And they're like, it's just not working. And I'm just like, you know, I'm like, no, 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 no. You cannot let the hair wear you. You must wear the hair. <laughs> You'd be better off uh, changing up your hairstyles like I do, like with a wig. If you really want to do something drastic, try it off with a wig first. There you Don't go. Just cut your hair and then you got to wait for that shit to grow back. Oh, and then it's such a pain in the butt. You got to be willing. You got to be willing to go through all those changes because that's a lot of changes. Hair grows out. Um, and then the, the one, the other one that goes with that is what I'm dealing with right now. Keep your fucking teeth healthy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Not only yeah. will you save yourself a shit ton of pain because it's so uncomfortable, and as you get older, you do not jump back from shit as easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're gonna save yourself a shit ton of money. It is not cheap. Mm-hmm. If, if brushing and flossing and seeing the dentist twice a year keeps you from ever having to get a tooth pulled as an adult and get a screwed in tooth into your face, you're mm-hmm. doing you're doing well in life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the with the teeth, um, if you staying up late eating a bunch of candy, stop it. That's that's what's gonna destroy your teeth later. It's all the candy, mm-hmm. all the sugar, and the sugary drinks. That's really where we yeah. have the most problem. Yeah. My next one is if you give people an inch, they will take a mile. So make sure what you give doesn't cost or hurt you too much. And this is kind of in line with no good deed goes unpunished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times now I believe in being kind and empathetic and generous and stuff like that. But trust me, take it from me, a giver. Do not give uh, uh, way more than than is comfortable. I mean, like if it if it is something that is is going to be detrimental to you don't and that's of your time too not just money or resources that's right don't do it don't do anything for anybody that's going to put you in a bind so like my parents they don't loan money they only give money Mm. so that means they don't have it to give you they're not going to give it to you because if they loan it to you then that causes all kinds of problems because people don't give it back and if you loan something and and you need it then you won't ever give it back so yeah, I, I think that's a pretty good principle. But there's been plenty of times that I have done something for someone or given something to someone, and it was too much. It it, it was either too way too much time, and I undervalued myself and didn't charge what was appropriate. Or there's something clicking back there, Chantel. Yeah, it's this thing. Sorry about that. Or um, uh, or I know someone who also has has been um, they're constantly going out of their way for people constantly 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 but then you wear yourself out because you you're so busy doing for other people you're not doing for yourself or your own household so whatever it is that someone is asking for you just go ahead and prepare yourself that they're going to take way more (laughs) than what they're asking for if they if you give something to them now they're going to take um uh, they're going to come back again like the stray dog that you feed once you're going to come back be kind, be generous, be empathetic, but don't do anything that harms you. Do what you can for people. What you can't, you move on. You don't feel bad about um, because th- there are way too many users out there. And I, I would really like for people to, to not be, to not feel the effects of being used. Absolutely. General, genuine connections and people, they will not use you. They're going to give in return. But if mm-hmm. you are constantly having people around you that's depleting you again 
cut them off. Yep, and it, that kind of goes similar to what I was going to say is don't take on too much. Like you mm. will get it, you get excited and you're like, you got a thousand different ideas for things. And you're like, yeah, I want to work on that project with you. And then you're like, yeah, I want to work on this. And yeah, and then next thing you know, you're like, what was I supposed to do? And then you don't do shit. <laughs> and then that, earned, that does two things. <laughs> that earns you a, a reputation for being extremely flaky, a liar, or yeah. you half-ass everything. And then nothing is actually professionally done or it doesn't look right. Um, and you're like, but I know I can do better. But I'm so exhausted. I don't want, I don't really care. And so what you're doing is you're taking on too much. That's true. That's and that, true. that goes with what you're saying, because a lot of times it's not that it, a lot of people, you know, I mean, come on, we're human, right? If, if someone, if your friend looks at you and you're complaining about having to run to the store, uh, five different stores and they go, well, I'll go to this store for you. You're going to be like, oh, great. Thanks. That's what, that's what's happening. People are just <laughs> accepting your help because they're exhausted themselves and you know what you can't do it you just can't take on too much and make yourself exhausted because that goes against all the rest of the rules we just laid out for you yeah yeah you know so yeah. take you, in order to take care of yourself in order to be like i only owe me i only i'm gonna be a little selfish for myself and, and keep my goals in mind you can't get pushed off tracks that's the same thing like maybe you meet a guy and he's like oh i really want to have kids before i'm a certain age well, that's great, motherfucker. Are you going to stay for those kids the whole time? Or am I going <laughs> to pop these kids out for your ass and then you're going to disappear? Think about everything you do, guys. All <laughs> of it. Take, don't take on too much. You may not be ready for children. You may That might not be in your plan, but you're just so in love. Put it back in your pants and say, fucking wait. <laughs> okay? See how all this advice comes together? This Oh, shit. <laughs> My fucking knee. Uh-oh. <laughs> This is what happens when you're in your mid 40s. God damn. Everything uh, falls apart when you're in 40s. All this shit goes out the window, by the way. Me, man. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Um, uh, I was going to say before my knee decided it wanted to act up was um, this, this episode is going to be named Keep It In Your Pants. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a very funny title for our shows. <laughs> Yeah, because we're always talking about, you know, using that thing, but now it's keep it in your pants. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, um, uh, I guess what would follow with what you just said is pursue your passions. That, And this is kind of what probably more suitable to what you were saying in the very, in the very beginning about knowing what you want to do. But I have pursue your passions. The sooner you know what it is that you love to do, and who you want to be the easier it will be on you so very quickly those of you I think most people know that I have an extended academic background and professional background and then ended up being a pobro writer (laughs) that Mm -hmm. was a long way around the bend when I actually wanted to be a writer from the very beginning so you know it it didn't make it I, I have no regrets everything works out for a reason and there are certain things that I can draw from now in my writing from real world experiences and the route that Mm -hmm. I took but I also have a student loan debt that goes with that if I often wonder uh, how much further along would I have been in writing if I had continued to pursue that in the beginning followed my passion instead of I submitted a story one time to a magazine and it didn't get accepted. It was not approved. 
I didn't win the contest. So I was like, well, fuck it. I must not be a good writer. You know, instead of doing that, how about if I just worked harder to learn how to be a better writer at that time when I was in my teens instead of... 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, when I was in the teens, I had the same situation, but they didn't want to pub. They I wanted the story published with a capital letter for God, and they wanted a lowercase letter for God. And I knew the difference, and I wanted it a specific way, and they wouldn't do it. So I was like, "Fuck it, I don't want to do this shit no more." And so I stopped writing. So listen to us when we tell you, and the, and then you would just end up writing again later anyway. Yeah. So listen, when we tell you that whatever it is that you want to do, that you truly love to do, you go after that right now. You find a way. The universe has a way of opening up the doors that needs to be opening and the, the putting the people in, in your path that need to be there when you are when you are putting your focus on the things that you love. If you mm-hmm. if you really want to if you really want to play that guitar, learn how to play, learn how to be the best damn uh, guitar player ever. These are the kind of things that I tell my kids. So that's why I'm telling this to you, 2020 grads. It's the same doggone things that I tell my kids. I don't care what it is that they want to do in life or who they want to be. I just want them to be the best at it. I want them to focus on it, and I want them to pursue what they love. My daughter has already said she doesn't want to be a lawyer because both of her parents are lawyers. She said she doesn't want to be a lawyer. And I said, nobody in this house is going to make you go to law school or be a lawyer if that's not what you want to do. That's right. Period. That's the end of that. Yep. Whatever it is that she wants to do, we will try to foster her development and her growth to that. Yep. And, and and if my son wants to be a hairdresser, that's fine too. I don't I don't I just want them to love what they're doing. Yep. And I want you to love what you do in this life. It will make life a lot easier for you. Yeah. I promise. Yep, that's true. You know, if you want you the last bit of advice I can give here is if you know what you want to have and say it's a lot of big things, or maybe it's just something small. The only way you're going to be able to do that is by doing the things that it takes to get there. And the only way you're going to be able to know what you need to do is by knowing who you need to be. So pick, pick wisely, you know, all of those things work together. If you can figure out what you want in life, You'll know who you need to be in order to know what you need to do to get there. If you want to be the president, then you know you got certain things you got to do to get there. And you know who you have to be to become that figure. If you want to be a stripper, you know, you, you have to get some new boobs. You have to get a little bit of nip and tuck here and there. <laughs> which means you're going to have to be able to afford these things. Which means you're definitely going to have to be, you know, a fit person. Keeping it in your pants. You know, there's lots of things you got to do, guys. So it's all about what you need to be in order to know what you got to do so you can actually achieve those goals and have what you want for your future. All right. I think we started with you. So my last one, and then you combine two. So my last two I'll put here now and these I'll say, or maybe my, my best for last. These are some things that hopefully will make you successful in life. Uh, I recently was on a webinar and I I'm hating that I'm doing all those odds, but Sorry. Uh, I was on this webinar recently and I thought the guy said something that was very interesting and it could be applied in any business, in any career path or in life in general. But to be the best at anything, to be successful at anything requires and this 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 is the order of priority. 
So I've always thought, you know, talent is really important. You know, the dedication, mm. um, the the resiliency, stuff like that. These are really important qualities. I think my re- my resiliency is probably more important than my um, than my talent. Uh, mm. But what he said, I think, is is also probably the order that he put in really makes sense to me. But persistence, you got to have persistence above all else. Yeah. You must be persistent. It doesn't matter how much talent you have. If you drop, just like I mentioned about the writing, if I had, I stopped back in my teens and didn't yeah. come back to it until much later. If I'd have been persistent then, I may have been much there is somebody right now that is at the top of their game and are being rewarded because they were persistent. Yes. So this kind of goes with the do not quit thing. Don't quit. I don't give a fuck what it is. Don't quit. If it's your passion, if you know this is what you want to do in life, don't quit. So persistence, discipline is important. There is no, if, if you have to take some type of certification exam, if you have to take a bar or whatever it is that you're doing professional to get a license or something, you know you have to study, 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 study. But you have to be disciplined no matter what that is. So if you're not going to school or academic route, you're trying to learn a trade or you're learning how to play a musical instrument, you have to practice. Mm-hmm. You have to actually put the work in. You have to be disciplined. You have to learn the safety that's involved with your cho- chosen career. Discipline is important. Yeah. Patience is important. After all that, you got to be patient. You got to wait for the results. It took three months for my bar results to come back. Mm. (laughs) You have to be patient. Whenever we send off, if you send off something for somebody to critique something, you got to wait up to six months for them to say yes or no. Most of the time it's a rejection. I should have put something in here about rejection, but I guess we're talking about it anyway. But all of these things will take you further in life than talent. Talent is important and you must hone your skills, but you must must have persistence. It must be pervasive. You must because failure is just going to happen. It's okay. It's part of the journey. Rejection and failure. Yeah, it's going to happen. And my other one was, and this will be my very last one, was compete with yourself only. Do not compete with your friends. Do not compete with the girl that got the guy that you wanted. Do not compete with your sister and brother. Compete with yourself. Wake up each day wanting to be better than you were the day before, being a better person than you were the day before. I'm not eating no cake being tomorrow. A- <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'll start back on my elliptical tomorrow because I've been in a funk, so I haven't been up there within the last few weeks. <laughs> I was doing so good. Uh, but, you know, re- every day is a new opportunity to start over, mm-hmm. regardless of what it is. You can be, you can pursue what you want to pursue. And, um, but compete only with yourself. If you if you were playing basketball and you scored, uh, you you had you you shot sixty but missed ten, then the next day you come back and try to hit all sixty or seventy or seventy five. But it's not a matter of looking at somebody else's score and saying um, I want to do better than that person. Now Michael Jordan. Uh, number twenty, Mister Number Twenty Three might say something different because he he's all about the competitiveness. Right. He's all about the competitiveness. But I'm just saying, I think it would be better to focus on the the grasses in your own yard than looking at other grass. Yeah. I think it, I think it it's healthier for your mind. It, and 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 I am not the success Michael Jordan is, so maybe this is one of those things you want to ignore. But I believe that 
it, it, this is what I don't know. I mean, you've written over 20 books, lady. I mean, I think you're giving good advice. <laughs> yeah, but I ain't balling like Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so I, I would say do what works for you. So if being competitive with other people, uh, if you're in a competitive sport, I guess that makes sense because he's he's trying he's competing against a team. You know, it's a competitive sport. But I guess in just everyday life, be a better version of yourself. Compete with yourself. See how you can improve and work on that. Yeah. I like it. All right. I feel like I have talked like uh, 100 miles mm-hmm. an hour. I'm tired. How about you? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm one tooth less these days. So I feel like all weird. <laughs> I say I'm one tooth less, less, but as I told you, I got to keep it. So. You know? Oh God! Are you gonna make a necklace out of it? It's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ruling it out, girl. Girl. All right. Well, I'm hot. I'm tired. My fucking knees hurting. <laughs> and we didn't even get into like all the crazy sex positions you should try. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's get the uh either the Karma Sutra or the, the Joy of Sex. That's a book. There you and go. And then there. Try all the positions that's in that book. Absolutely. Those books. <laughs> yeah. And that's so do you think anybody's that. gonna listen? You think anybody's gonna listen to I don't to know if anybody we said. I don't know, but I think I might re-listen to this episode a few times. I was like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, well then I guess it was a success. There you go. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to the first episode of our season two. If you know of someone who could utilize this information that we have in here, share it with them. Share it with a grad. I know you may be one of the old farts, like we're the old farts. And none of this may <laughs> may be applicable to you. Although I think there are principles here for everybody. Oh, yeah. Especially uh, the bad hair idea. Still, yeah. <laughs> And we're still learning. You know, we have more to learn. Oh, yeah. Also, every, every day is a learning experience, but share it with someone. Okay? Absolutely. All, All right, right guys. Night. night. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sex and Horror. Make sure you subscribe. And join our Facebook group. If you'd like to be a guest, let us know. If you have a topic to suggest, a movie, TV show, book, song to be featured, let us know. You can follow me at ChantelRenee.com. And I'm at Dicey Grinner all over social media. You can find me on my website, DiceyGrinnerBooks.com. See See you you next week for Sex and and Horror. Horror.